Welcome, Rabbi Sai. First year in uh, Yeshiva Space, David Elul. Tovshin Pei 2020, Be'ez Hashem, a little bit of a different format than we're used to. We're kind of not used to this format, Be'ez Hashem, but together I think if we do our Ishtadlis, I think we can accomplish tremendous things, Be'ez Hashem. You know, it's interesting, you have all these mechitzas here with the plastics and on one side and the other side. We often think of as a mechitza as something that separates people. So it's actually very interesting. A mechitza is the opposite to that. What a mechitza does, it doesn't separate people, it brings people closer together. Why is that? Because if you don't have a mechitza, you have to have more of the social distancing, and you've got to be there, and he's got to be there. But the moment you have a mechitza, one guy can be on one side, and one guy can be on the other side. So mechitza, actually, if you look at it in that perspective, look, makes people sort of closer together than what could have been without the mechitza. So just imagine, with all the mechitzas and all the various rules and regulations, Baruch Hashem, we're getting together to steig, to grow Be'ezus Hashem. So you know, Elul used to be, and I say used to be, because it really used to be, that it was really serious. In other words, it used to be that there were two kids fighting in Poland. Two kids. Goyish kids, they weren't even Jewish. And they started fighting on the street. And it started to get noisy. And one of the Jewish neighbors nearby opened up the shutters and said, What are you doing? It's Elul! And they just stopped and just parted ways. Because the word Elul instilled fear in people's hearts. People were scared. Elul is coming. What's going to be? What's going to happen? Yom Adin. It's, it's just a few weeks away. It's not so long. And yet nowadays, Elul, yeah, alright. August. It's still, it's still August, the Maisa. So if it's still August, so it's vacation time. And, uh, you know, what's the big deal? Elul, okay, Rosh Hashanah, Seder. We'll get through it. There'll be a new art scroll storybook, a machsa, whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll get Chesed from it. It'll be Gavaldi. But the truth is, it goes a lot deeper than that. And he said like this, he, gives a, he gave a marshal of a fox. And the fox was running after a little shepseller, little sheep. He was trying to, he needed lunch. The fox was hungry. So the fox starts running after the little shepseller, little sheep. And the fox is running, but obviously can't compete with the speed of the fox. And the fox hops the sheep and takes its teeth and digs it into the neck area. And the sheep are screaming and screaming. Maybe someone will come to its help. Until there's silence. Why is there silence? Because at that moment, the fox has the little shepsola, the little sheep, in a death hold. And the sheep knows that if I just move one way, my neck will be cracked and it will be over. So it doesn't move, it's silent. Says Oveli Lopian, it used to be, in the old generations, there was a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise of Elul, of Chizuk, of Yom Adin, of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippurim, the day of judgment. It's gone quiet. It's quiet. Yeah, we hear Shmuz, we talk about it, great Shmuz, Rabbi. I heard that story already for so like, you know, whatever. I knew that story already. Ah, no, it's quiet. That noise of Elul, that noise of Rosh Hashanah, it's gone. It's not here. Said with Elul, you know why? Because the Sopi has us in a death choke hold. He's got us in such a situation that we almost don't even realize where we are, what we're doing, how far we've sunk down, and how distant we are from the Rabbi Shalom. As the Chadush Amun writes, many, many tzaddikim write, that El is a gavaldigamatona, it's a beautiful present that the Rabbi Shalom has given us. We have to take advantage of it. 
We have to use every moment of Elul to try and become better people. To try and take stock of what we're doing with Avigdor Miller Zatzal. Writes in his parish on Chavis Alavavis. You have a CEO of the company. Big boss with a big leather chair. Member of Scheinberg Zatzal always talking about the big guy, the chair. With his cigar sitting back there relaxing. So this guy is there and he's in a meeting. A business meeting. How much money did you make? How many billions of dollars are coming into my account in the next few weeks? Where am I holding? And they say to him, everything's great, everything's wonderful, the business is going great. And he says, I'm firing all of you. I said, well, what did we do wrong? We just, we just gave you the good news. He says, I don't need a meeting to tell me how good I am and how good my business is. I need you to tell me where I'm going wrong. How I keep doing better, making more money. That's what I need. Says with a victim in we don't need an elo just to say we're great, Baruch Hashem, we're wonderful, we're doing everything great, Baruch Hashem. We came to Yeshiva. What do you want from me? I, I came to Yeshiva. Well, after the whole bidud and the quarantine and the whole corona, I turned up here to Yeshiva. God, what do you want from me? Yeah, he knows you're great, he knows you're wonderful. But that's not what we're here for. That's not what Elul is. Elul is to find those little pieces of where we could be a little bit better. Where we can improve in, in just a small way. To see where we're holding. The Shevet Musa brings a Gavaldi Gamashal for Elul. And he says a person sees a pit. And in this pit there's a few lions there. And he's all excited to see lions up close. This is great. So he peers into the pit to see what's going on. And he's looking and he's getting closer and closer in until eventually he falls down. And as he's tumbling inside, he reaches out for something. Something that will save him. Something that will hold him. And he finds a clump of earth. And he holds on to this clump of earth and he's holding on it for dear life. It's that that's separating him and the lions down below. He's petrified. A little weasel comes along and starts gnawing and starts eating away at that clump and he's going crazy. Get away, get lost, what are you doing? This is my clump, this is the last opportunity that I have to hold on for dear life. And eventually the clump falls down. Says the Shevet Musa, it's the same thing with us. Oh yeah, the Yitzhar is telling us to do this. Look at that. Say this. Listen to this. Go here. All the things that that little voice inside us tells us. That little voice of that guy with the fork and the little horns, the smoke coming out of his nose. He's the one telling you all of these things. He's saying, oh, just say that juicy bit of lush and horror. Or just type that on your phone. What's the big deal anyway? No one cares. No one sees. You're in your room. You're in the bathroom. No one sees anything. The Ramon sees everything. He knows everything. He knows what we're holding. He knows what we're capable of. And he knows why he sent us down onto this world. Elul is the opportunity for us to recap and understand where are we holding. What are we doing? There's a Mishnah in Pirkei Yavis. The Mishnah says, You know what this means? I want to explain to you what this Mishnah means. One moment... Of Koiras Ruach. You know what Koiras Ruach means? A whiff, a smell of the next world. One moment is worth more than all of the entire world. Rabbi say, if you imagine all the people that ever lived from Odom Arishan until the end of time. All of those people. And they all had happy times, right? Baruch Hashem, they got married. Baruch Hashem, they had children. They were successful in business. They had great children. All the things that they were happy about. Take all of those moments of happiness from the beginning of time till the end of time. Put them together in one moment. That's a pretty good moment, right? That would be an incredible moment. That doesn't equal one second of a smell of Olam Just a smell. 
You walk past the restaurant, you're like, oh, that smells really good. Just a little smell, you didn't even taste it. You didn't even see it. That's what the mission is telling us. But yet the Mishnah tells us, Steer in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that if a person does tshuva and maizim toivim here in this world, while we're alive, while we have an opportunity, it's better than all of Oilem Abo. How can it be? And the answer is a double poshet ad moed. Better from the Arizal and others as well, is how you treat this world. How you treat this world. You know, if you would, for example, ask the question, who appreciates life in this world more? A from Jew or a secular person? What would you think? What would you think? So a lot of people, I've asked this question before, people say, well, a Jew, a from Jew, this world is nothing. It's the next world, right? That's the only Mabar. That's not we're getting reward. A secular Jew, or someone who's not religious, or someone who's a God, he, he doesn't even know about the next world, he doesn't even believe in it. So for him, this is the main thing, right? Stop, shut a Fumju understands that this world is more Khashiv. Why? Because this is the Ulam HaSiyah. This is where we can accomplish. This is where we can do something. This is when we can become something. This is when we can, we can do everything in this world so that in the next world we can go and get us Khafarat. But it all happens down here. Every moment that we're breathing, every moment that we're alive, we have an opportunity to grow, to become a better person, to become closer to the Rabbi Shalom. That's what life's all about. Vilna Goyen says the entire purpose of why a person was created, says the Vilna Goyen, was to take an Amidus. That's it. Not to be such an angry person, not to be such a jealous person, not to, all, all the Amidus that, that's what it, that's the entire purpose. That's why you were sent down to the world. That's what it is. Tell you, a man was waiting in the delivery room. His wife was due to give birth. She's in the delivery room, he's in the waiting room outside the, del- outside the delivery room. Right? It's, it's, it's quite a tense place. I've been there a number of times. It's quite a it's quite a tense place. You know, men are just you know pacing up and down, up and down. Nobody knows what's going on, what's happening. And this man is waiting there, and the doctor comes out of the delivery room and says, "I'd like to congratulate you. You have a, you get a muzzle tov. You had a child, but uh, I'm terribly sorry to tell you that your child has been born with a terrible disease, and he will die from this disease." And he says, "Wow." Doctor, please, give me some hope. Is there a cure? Doctor says, I'm sorry, I don't know of any cure. Are, are, are you investigating a cure? Are you looking into a cure? Something? No, I don't know anything in medical history that has ever... You know, no, we don't have anything and no one's even looking into it. Doctor, has anyone ever survived such an illness, such a disease? No, nobody in the history of planet Earth has ever, ever managed to overcome this disease. He said, doctor, I've never heard such a thing. My child was born with a disease. You're telling me he's for sure going to die. There's no medication. They're not even looking for a medication and nobody ever survived. What is this disease called? He says, this disease is called life. Your son was born and it's just a matter of time until he dies. It's like that Hassan clock. Anyone saw the Hassan clock? Still the Hassan clock, right? The digital clock you put in when your chuppah is, right? You type it in I'm talking about when you, once you're engaged, not like now already. Right, you put it in, once you know when the chuppah is, you put it in, and it tells you how many days, how many hours, how many minutes, how many seconds until that day that you're going to stand under the chuppah. How exciting! Is that what life's all about? Is that what it is? It's just a, it's just a time bomb. Eventually we're going to die, so we'll just try to chup as much as we can. We'll try to amass as many toys as we can in the years that we were given here. You know, there was a, a woman in, a, in L.A., 
that was buried in her Rolls Royce, a pink Rolls Royce. She bought a, a plot big enough. She wanted to be buried in her pink Rolls Royce because that's all life meant to her. Life isn't about we're living here and eventually we'll die and try to just make it through and be the best that we can and try our best. Life is about accomplishing. Life is about doing. That's what Elul is. That is exactly what this time is, Rabbi Isai. It's a time that we can look into ourselves and say, Rabbi Nishalaylam, where have we gone? How much have we fallen? How many Averis have we done? How distant we are from you? Where's that connection? How many people can say they really have a connection with the Rabbi Nishlonim? How many people can say that when they need something, they don't call up their parents, or their Rebbe, or their uncle, or whatever it is. They, they talk to HaKadosh Baruch It's a subject that I'm trying to be dealing with many, many times in the last few weeks. How many, how many people have a real relationship with the Rabbi Nishlonim? Talk to Hashem. Every Avery that you do separates more and more and more from that. Rabbi say, it's Elul. It's only a few weeks until we're going to be standing downstairs, Be'ezus Hashem, by then, in our be- beautiful new Beis HaMedrash, new benches, new Oren HaKodesh, Gavaldic, very exciting. And we're going to be standing in front of the Rabbi Nishlanim, and the Rabbi Nishlanim is going to decide, are you going to stay in this world, or not? And it doesn't take much for us to think about the people that last year were here, and this year are no longer here for this Rosh Hashanah. Because last Rosh Hashanah, the Rabbani Shalom decided, we don't need you anymore. You're not accomplishing anything. Like Rosh Hashanah Pinker said famously, that it's like when you move house, right? Like when we moved Yeshiva. So we didn't just take everything. I mean, of your stuff we took. But the stuff from Yeshiva, there's some things that we just left there. We're like, we don't need this. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it for the next place. Because when you move, when you change, you leave stuff, the old, the old stuff behind. So Rosh Hashanah Pinker, when a person meets someone you haven't said it's seen for a year, you make a bracha. Why? Because you've gone through a Rosh Hashanah. Every Rosh Hashanah, the Rabbani Shalom makes the world afresh. And he decides, Yankala, do we need you anymore? Are you doing anything in this world? Are you accomplishing anything here? Or are you just doing everything for your own personal pleasure? Rabbi say, Elul is a month, it's a day, it's an hour, it's a moment that every person can think to themselves, where am I holding? I need to do better. Come on, this year I need to do better. This year I need to come closer to Hashem. This year I need to go and attach myself to the Rabbi Shalom and daven better and add more amun and betochen and watch my, sh- my shmiri sinayim and watch my shmira of my mouth and all the various things that we have to work on. We all know, right? Everyone knows himself. Everyone knows where he's holding. I'm not here to tell you what you need to work on. Everyone knows themselves. Everyone has to look deep into themselves and see where am I holding? What am I doing wrong? What can I be doing better? And you turn to the Rabbi Shalom and say, Rabbi Shalom, I'm not perfect but I'd love to become as close as I can. Give me another year. Give me another year. Give me a year of healthiness. How many people weren't zoichet to that, unfortunately? How many people weren't zoichet to, to, to see their children walk down the chuppah? We can be zoichet. We just have to ask. We just have to try. We just have to turn to the Rabbi Nishlam now during Elul. This is the time of Siyat HaDishmai. It's right now that we can use the opportunity you came back to Yeshiva. We have Sudarim, we have Shurim. Yes, it's not in the regular form, it's not the regular Matzev, it's not the regular Ian, but keep... Okay! That's a great excuse! But it's all here. It's up to you to use it. Shachris, Mincha, and Ma'ad is an opportunity to talk to HaKadosh Baruch to your Creator. Use El as that exact opportunity. And Be'ez Hashem, if you use that, you use the opportunity of an incredible month, incredible days, hours, minutes, and seconds. You will Be'ez Hashem, Be'ez Hashem, to a chassim, a and a git-gibben show.